0: and we're back with another episode of career bound fun topic today that i know that we have talked about several times in the past um most notably a few years ago um i was talking about cameron before we even flipped record it's funny to kind of go back through the the archives and we've talked about the value of moving away from your hometown as a way to accelerate your own personal professional growth early on as sort of tactics for going and finding yourself and all those things. And it's, it's funny now to think about that same conversation, um, several years later from the last time we recorded an episode about this and, and some of the like added perspective about that topic, um, both changes in, uh, geographic location for both, both of us have moved again since, but. I want to open it up to you first, Cameron, hear your thoughts, talk about some of the, the big pros, why you feel like moving away from home um, and specifically like out of your hometown, not just like moving to an apartment on your own. But what are the advantages of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, this is probably one of the the topics that I have, you know, a one of my strongest opinions on. I That's think. true, yeah. With very few exceptions, you know, everyone should be intentional about moving, moving away from your hometown, um, specifically like the farther you can go, the better, I think. Um, so, you know, I, I, I would recommend moving out of state, moving to a different part of the, you know, the country. Um, we're not really going to focus on this aspect in this episode, I don't think, but like yeah, like all for, you know, getting some international travel, if you Mm -hmm. want to do the whole like, you know, six months, you know, kind of nomad life and and whatnot. Great. But, you know, more importantly, like, I think it's extremely valuable to go set up shop in a different city in a different, you know, state, and just figure out like, how to to build your life. Um, I think it's one of the Like easiest ways to put yourself in an uncomfortable position in in a very positive way, and you're gonna you know just kind of learn a lot through that experience. Um, I would I would say like depending on where you're at, kind of age wise, like figure out like make the excuse to move away from home. Um, You know, so like like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily wait to be like, oh, now I have a reason to move out of my hometown, but like make, make an effort to do that. And if you have to kind of like, you know, figure out like, hey, I'm gonna do this program or I'm gonna go get this job or whatever, that's gonna force me into that situation, like do it. Of course, you know, you can put some planning into it. Like, um, you know, I think anybody who's in high school, like I think it's great to save up money you know, by yep. working, you know, through high school and everything and like have yourself a, a little a little nest egg to work with that, you know, allows you to afford moving to a new city. Um, and yeah, so that's we'll we'll get into the nitty-gritty here, but I'm a I'm a huge component. I think, you know, unless you're dealing with very, you know, personal personal exempt you know, exceptions of like why you can't move. Then you know, for the, you know, average ambitious young person, like get out of your hometown, even if you think that you may want to return, yeah, like just kind of commit to a couple of years. Um, and then we'll, we'll talk about this more, but I would say like the more open-minded you can go into that experience, the better. So if you are more, if, if you are, if you think you're more likely to want to return home, like I would actually make an effort to be like, like fight against that, you know, in, intuition and be like, Hey, like I'm going into this, like, who knows what's going to happen. I'm going to treat this like an adventure. I'm not committed yes. to, you know, returning or not returning. Like I'm just focused on, you know, the the next couple, couple of years, essentially.
0: Yeah. So one of the things about this topic that I think it's important to set some parameters here, because it's it's worth not being confused about the advice we're giving here. It's like this has nothing to do with your hometown it has nothing to do with your family your parents or, or those things like you can still love your parents still love where you're from love your heritage and culture and all that this is more about your own progression like the importance of you severing that tie temporarily as a as an effort to like Go accelerate your own personal professional development, your own maturity, your own independence. You know, this is it's funny to talk about this conversation now. This is the last time we talked about it, you and I, I, I was still doing the nomad thing like you're 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 in Austin now. And we were in Denver at that time. I've moved twice since then. And I was even three years ago, I was like, I don't know if I'll ever move back home fast forward 3 years i've i've made the full circle you know i spent a dozen years or so out and moving you know dozens of times across different cities i've moved back um, but that was a very deliberate decision and now being you know like having come full circle and i think that it's enhanced my perspective on this this topic so um, i was i was catching up with a few good friends um, recently and we were talking about sort of moving away from your family and, like, living the, living the, 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 professional life where you're kind of, like, allowing your career interests and other interests to guide, like, you know, your, your, your journey a little bit. And um, even if you go back home, one of the things we were talking about, you're asking me, like, has it been an adjustment moving back home after all these years? You've been out on your own, you've been doing big things, and, like, been in bigger cities and whatever. And one of the things that, I realized is, is, um, and this, this took moving back home to kind of solidify this is like the, the difference in confidence. I had to go out. I I always knew as a young kid and like teenager that there was something bigger out there in the the world. And I wanted to be able to like, go try that. And I think that I had this kind of in, you know, burning question inside was like, am I good enough to go make it? Like, can I make it in a city? Can I make it somewhere else? Or, or am, am I, um you know i think some people don't leave their hometown because they're they're afraid of what's out there um there's uncertainty they don't know what's like they don't have a very clear path out there and i understand that can be intimidating but being able to move back home now you know a dozen years later after um proving to myself that i could go make it and succeed in an environment has been a phenomenal thing i mean moving back home now it wasn't like i'm here by circumstances that are out of my control i was forced to like i was a failure i wasn't able to go achieve things on my own it was like this great sense of security is like if i could live anywhere i wanted to where would i live and that was sort of the basis of the decision it wasn't like um sort of this, this thing where it's like, I'm going to be limited to this specific environment for the rest of my life. And so any of my own personal professional goals have to be defined by that sort of, that sort of perimeter. And I think that that's another like much longer term, really valuable dimension of going and seeing what's out there for yourself and building skills that maybe are not native to where you're from or exposing yourself to different industries or ideas or things um, that, that may not be commonplace. Um, like some of those things could be more valuable if you bring them back home, like skills, um, or, or different, you know, experiences you have. So those are some of the other longer term things that I've I've, like reflections that I've gained, you know, now being back on the other side.
1: Yeah, I think the way I look at it is it's, the most like tangible way to express like a growth mindset and to express like, Hey, you're, you're set on living life intentionally. Like choosing, choosing your location is, is a really powerful thing. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, even, you know, probably because they don't think about it intentionally. I think the, the kind of person you know, who just ends up like, hey, I always lived where I lived. Um, you know, there's a lot of great, like, quality, like, there's a lot of people that make that decision. And there's a lot of, like, great, high quality people that do that. And there's, you know, people that aren't as high quality as do that. It's not the determining factor. But I think for, you know, someone who, again, like, young, ambitious, like, you want to kind of have a you know, a certain level of independence, a certain level of like control over your career and life decisions. Um, it's probably like the simplest, most powerful, you know, move that you can make literally is to decide to, you know, kind of change up your location and everything. Um, and, and again, like I, I don't, I'm very strongly opinionated that you should do that. I'm not very strongly opinionated about like when you should do that. Like, I think you should do it in your kind of early adulthood, but I'm not saying like, Oh, right at 18, right after high school graduation, like you got to get it, pack your bags and get out of there. Um, Yeah. I think that can be a good experience. Even if it's just like a small, like, Hey, like I'm intentionally set plans for the summer after I graduate high school that I'm going to spend like three months, you know, in a different environment. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's that's a really good way to kind of get warmed up to it. But you know I'm talking about like moving, lease you know, leasing your first apartment and you're spending as you know a year in a city that you may have a few connections in, but probably don't like I think that's that's what we're talking about and stuff. So um, let's go through. So for me after high school You know, I, I spent six months in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. I came back home to New Jersey for, you know, roughly two years. Then I went, I moved out again to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and I spent probably five, six years there. And then over the past few years, I've spent a little bit of time in Denver, spent a little bit of time in Florida. Now, now I'm in Austin, Texas. I, you know, had, had some family in the area, had some friends in the area, but I was, mostly making the move um just to kind of make it um yep. and like for me personally like I mean just partially because of family circumstances like I don't have family back in New Jersey anymore they were transplants as well like my parents moved there they were from both both from different parts of the country my dad essentially had the majority of his career was in New Jersey and then you know they they made the typical northeast to, to florida migration uh, a couple of years ago um so I'm, I'm kind of there i don't have like very strong roots pulling me into yeah. like pulling me back anywhere um which is a different situation like you ended up back at home it it made total sense you know for you all you have both you and your wife have a lot of uh, a lot of family back home and like you guys are moving into You know life stage where that's really valuable and everything um but yeah it's it's funny like i think you know now i'm just thinking kind of 10 years down the road in terms of just like living in in different places and everything like i'm still like i'm really excited to like figure out where i do want to kind of put down roots long term and you know still open minded about where that is but i just have zero like stress or question marks about like my ability to like, like, Hey, if, if there's something that's drawing me to a different, you know, place, then, you know, I, I have the confidence, like, all right, we can go like set up our lives there or, Hey, we're in Austin. We've been here for a year and a half and, you know, we can kind of, you know, make this a longer term place, or, you know, maybe it's just like this place is going to serve us for
0: two to three years, three to
1: five years. And, you know, we're going to be in a different, chapter in our lives and we'll, we'll figure out what's next kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's something that you have to get overly stressed about. And I think people do stress out about um, setting down long-term roots sometimes or feel this pressure that they have to um, as opposed to like being able to have agency over where you live. That was one of the things I love most about it is you're, you're kind of setting this timer of 12 to 15 months or however long of the lease you sign. It's like, Here's where I'm gonna be for the next 12 to 15 months. And I'm gonna make the most of it. Maybe I renew my lease. Maybe I move to a different apartment or different place, but I stay in the same city, but I have the freedom and agency to make that decision. And even if I get pulled somewhere else, like I can always break a lease. And yeah. that, you know, for, for me in a different life yeah. stage. That point, it's,
1: it's not very different, Mitchell, from like, hey, early on in your career, you know, you, you take a, a job at a new company or you yeah. know, you're working a new opportunity you're probably like the best way to think about that stuff is like, I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to give myself, you know, two years fully commit, go all in. And then after that period, I'm going to kind of reassess where I'm at. I think, yeah. you know, in terms of like where you're living and stuff, like take that same approach, like pick somewhere, make it happen and go all in on that city, on that living situation and then see what you take away
0: yeah, and, and I love like like I we've lived in some cool places over the years. Um, you know, like I, I've loved that freedom to move around, and and it wasn't the thing that I think is important is like it wasn't just responding to hey you have to move here for a job. It was like being very deliberate about where you want to be and figuring out sort of your entire life, like your career, how you want your life to be z- designed. I mean, even things of, you know, like not to get into the weeds here, like kind of unnecessary, but even even things as simple of like, where do I want to live within a particular city and how does that how how does that impact my daily life? And so I'll give you a a specific example early in my career. And this was a a critical juncture, kind of like thinking about relocating um, for a semi-permanent time, because this is me moving. To Charleston, South Carolina, which was the first time that I'd moved somewhere where it's like, I don't know if or when I'll ever come back. It was like, which is, you know, that was the first big move for me. And I remember, I remember visiting Charleston for the first time and driving across the Ravenel bridge across the Harbor, like into downtown Charleston proper. And I remember having this sort of like small epiphany. of like, oh my gosh, what would it be like if this was the backdrop of my everyday it just felt so much more inspiring, and, and it was kind of like this, this like, symbology for that time in my life of, like, having an environment that recharged me and made me feel like anything was possible, which was, like, yeah. exactly what I needed at that point in time in my life. As opposed to, like, small-town Oklahoma, I felt like, like the environment made me feel like I already knew everything that was possible there, and I felt sort of that 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 uh, that cage, if you will and so that was part of it's like being able to break break free from that and put my plant myself in in new soil. I think that was a really valuable thing early on in my career and that's one of my strongest arguments for it is like go find go find an environment that recharges you. And there's one other point I want to make about this too because this is another it doesn't even have to be like physically relocating in a new city on a permanent basis. This could be also like I would say this is the same argument of of why I like to mix it up and go work from the coffee shop from sometime or why I would say like, take a trip every now and then to put yourself in a new environment that, that allows you to capture a new point of view or to gain new inspiration or be around different people or just have a, have a change every now and then. Um, There's a, there's a story. I believe it's Edward Jenner um, when he was working on the smallpox vaccine or there, there was like, It may not be him specifically, um, but I remember reading this story years ago in high school, and it was talking about um, have been working on this very specific problem in the lab, day in, day out, grinding, 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 and, like, just kept hitting a wall. And he went and took a trip and, and lived in a monastery for, like, six months and had a breakthrough there and came back and then, like, immediately, you know, had a, a career breakthrough that ultimately led to the discovery of this thing. And I've thought about that story over the years of like planting yourself in new soil, like going and finding that, that monastery, going and finding that like sacred space or a different environment that sort of recharges you or allows you to, um, get out of the frame of reference that sort of your geography tends to have. Like it, it does have a where you live and the daily surroundings and like all of that sometimes like being trapped in the familiar without any change of pace begins to sort of the walls can kind of close in on you sometimes it's good to go plant yourself even if it's just temporarily in a new environment that allows you to think differently or it just sort of shakes things up enough for you that you can you know you can you can look at the same problem with fresh eyes
1: when was there a point, you know, be, before you made that first kind of bigger move to Charleston that like, were you thinking a lot about like, oh, I, I know I definitely want to like go live somewhere else, have that experience or, you know, or the opposite of like, hey, I think like, I imagine I'm going to like stay in this like greater, you know, area around my hometown or like the, the next like the biggest city closest to us, which would be Oklahoma City, I guess. Um, did you think a lot about it? Like, did you know you were definitely going to have that experience or did just like opportunities present themselves and you, you kind of started thinking about it in real time?
0: Yeah. So it was something that was kind of this lingering, uh, this lingering thing. This, it was in my mind for several years because I felt like I made a reactionary decision about where I went to college based on some of the circumstances at the time I was graduating. And I kind of regretted, I kind of regretted not taking that journey. It had nothing to do with college, but I knew from a young age, I wanted to go blaze this new trail and I wanted to go live somewhere else. I wanted to go see what else was out there. And instead I ended up going to the state school. That's an hour away. That's like very familiar where all my family's gone and like, multiple generations like it's part of the culture and I, a part of me is glad that i have that cultural experience like the shared cultural experience um now that i live back home but also when i was 22 i still felt like i hadn't been true to myself i hadn't i hadn't gone had that adventure i knew i needed and so when i was on the cusp of of going to Charleston before I even knew that was in the cards, it was a possibility, but I didn't know as a certainty. I had this, I had this year long trip planned. I was going to go travel the Pacific Northwest up to Alaska and back down highway one. And like, I had this whole trip mapped out and planned. I was getting ready to like sell everything I owned, get a new vehicle and just like go. And I, I had it all figured out cause you know, I had a remote job and I wasn't I you know, wasn't making much money, but I, did, I needed to pay for gas and like campsites and things. And it was that, I, I remember, and I journaled extensively during this period in time. So I've gone back and I've, I've looked at that. And I remember it was like, I was craving an adventure. I was craving this sort of defining experience of going and being out on my own and being able to prove to myself that I could survive and thrive and and be sort of my own person and have agency over my life. And I didn't have to go on that trip. It would have been a fun trip, I'm sure, but it wasn't, it didn't have to be this huge extreme experience. It was just as much, you know, as like even just moving to a new city. uh, Like I I knew, I knew one person. Uh, There was only one person in Charleston at the time that I'd had more than like two conversations with by the time I moved there. And then, you know, I met, met you and we became friends and like, I met a lot of work through, a lot of friends through work, but that was sort of a, it was kind of a scary experience, but exhilarating in a good way, exhilarating. I remember driving like when my car was on the highway headed towards Charleston and I had like everything I owned and could fit in my car. And I was like, I'm really doing it. I'm gonna, I'm going all in on myself. And that was the most liberating feeling. And like it was, it was a very defining experience. And it was like, well, I've got to make it on my own i've got to figure out how to do this on my own and i know i can do it and that was a very very valuable experience in my early 20s well let's talk about like what would we recommend in terms of like what to look
1: for in a new city to move to and you know keeping kind of that young growth-minded adult in mind um lots of the people that we work with the praxis etc like does it, does it matter where you move to or is it more about just like, hey, choose something that's different, that's going to get you out of your comfort zone?
0: Let's start there. Yeah, so it depends on, on your personality disposition some because I know some people are like very free spirited and, and like going to an entirely new environment, like blindfolded, throw a dart on the map and like do it. Like that. that could be a fun experience for some people. That would stress me out. But if you're, if you're somebody who's considering this, what I would say is like a few things to look for is, is one, like go visit the city and like, does it pass the sniff test? Is this a city that like your first experience flying into the city or driving in the city and like experiencing it? Was it something that made you feel recharged or energized? Or was it something that's like, I don't like this. So that's, that's one thing. And I, I would say number two, is if you already do know at least one person who's already embedded in that culture, have them go give you the experience of the city. Like, hey, I'm coming to visit. I'm, I'm thinking about relocating. This is a place I'm considering. I know you, know you know you know the lay of the land, like show me the best the city has to offer. And I, I remember this is something that, I don't even know if we've, we've talked about this, probably we have over the years, but like that's what you did for me when I was first visiting Charleston. You kind of showed yeah. me around and like all things that I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have known on my own, like, Hey, go to this place, like this, here's a small taste of the city and, and things like that. And that was a, that was an exciting opportunity. Cause it's like, Oh my gosh, look at all this stuff that's happening in a place that, um, you know, I've never been to And So that would be my first kind of one and one, a points of advice is like, What's your basic reaction to the city? And two, like, if you do already know at least one person, like have them, have them allow you, have them help you experience that city first before you make any other decisions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously this is like a very personal preference based, you know, set of advice that we can give on this. But like, I think it, there's a huge range. Like I, I think it depends on like, what is your tolerant like, How big of a sense of adventure do you have and stuff? Like if you're from, you know, small town, you know, middle of America, et cetera. Like I, I like the idea of, you know, if, if this is what you're kind of craving, like, I think it's really cool and exciting to be like, Hey, I'm going to go move to like the big coastal city. I'm going to go move down to like Miami or New York or wherever it is. And I'm like, I'm going to have the, I'm going to put myself in the inverse the environment that I'm accustomed to. And, you know, I think there's a lot of value to doing that, you know, even if it's just a temporary thing. Um, and just to kind of force yourself to be like, how, how do I figure out how to survive and thrive in, in a new environment? That's, you know, pretty antithetical to, to what I'm accustomed to and stuff like we, you know, I know a lot of, you know, like-minded, um, you know, friends and colleagues that, that we both know that, you know, they, they went out and lived in San Francisco for, you know, a certain yep. period of time over the past, like five, 10 years. And, you know, never did you expect them to like fully fit into that city or make that a long-term thing. But, you know, spending a year or two in a, you know, in a city that's, um, you know, just different in, yeah some radical ways and some minor ways, like, I think can be really beneficial. Um, I think on a long-term time horizon, like, of course, like you want to find a place that like really represents like your values as you kind of become more clear and aware of like what your values are and what you're looking for. But early on, I I would say like, you know, just a a little bit closer to like, you know, put a blindfold on, throw a dart at the map and see where that takes you. Um, And then like you can, if you're not quite ready for that, you know, kind of true, like big adventure mindset and everything, like, you know, I think going somewhere that forces you out of your comfort zone, but still has like a sense of security. So like what you're talking about, like maybe picking a city where, hey, this is a going to be a totally new, different environment for me. But I also, you know, know a few people in the area that provides a certain, you know, kind of like security blanket as I make this first big step, that's great. And then last thing I'll say on this is like, it's okay if it doesn't go well. I like, if you move to a new city and you have like a miserable experience, you know, for six to 12 months, like, Hey, the, the apartment that you found, the, the roommate that you had, like, it was just like, it made your life miserable. And you like, look back on that year and be like, wow, that was like, the toughest year of my life so far, you know, there was, you know, I was in the, you know, I got scammed into the like low quality apartment, There was, <laughs> you know, approaches and bugs and whatnot. I had, you know, a roommate that was, you know, just like totally rude, not accommodating in any sense. And like by, you know, six months in, like we weren't even on speaking terms and everything. Like I think those are amazingly valuable experiences to have, yeah. too. like being able to put yourself in like, crappy situations and be like, Hey, like I can figure things out and I'll, I'll be just fine. Like, don't, don't be afraid to fail in the sense of like, you have to pick, you have to figure out like what is going to be the ideal, like relocation experience to like, of course, nobody goes into that planning on giving themselves a, you know, a bad experience. But, um, again, like that goes back to the sense of adventure that we can all have at kind of different levels of scale.
0: Yeah and I think that that's that's part of the importance of of going on an adventure and setting out on an adventure is like accepting the the likelihood that there are going to be some wild twists and turns that are out of your control but those those are also some of the small stories that add to your appreciation for how far you've come over time um like I'll I'll go back <laughs> to when I moved to Charleston I didn't have a long-term Lease or anything figured out. I had booked an Airbnb with a bunch of strangers. I didn't even realize that I had an hour commute every morning with traffic. I like, I didn't yeah. know. I, I didn't even, you know, do a good enough job of looking at the map in proportion to where the office was. Um, but I got this Airbnb uh, uh, house like an hour away with four strangers who stayed up all night, like partying playing loud music like it was it was a club it wasn't really a, a living place and i was getting up early and going to work and like living a different life and it was wild and these people were you know they were they were in they're having an entirely different life experience than me at the time but it was kind of chaotic and it was i look back and i laugh at that experience because it was awesome it was part like it was it was a tough i think four or five weeks Right as I was making this new life decision, and it was kind of that that like shit test, if you will, of like how bad do you want it? Are you gonna figure this out? But I look back and I was like, that was that was an awesome time, even though it wasn't ideal. Like it was a you know, it was a good obstacle to overcome. And um, you know, back to some other you know, enough with my stories here for a second, but back to some of the more like tangible things that you can do. Like, I think you made a good point too about you use the word inverse of where you're at. So for me, obviously my advice is like move to big city because I'm from a small town. I think it is important to like, obviously if you're a young adult and you're ambitious, like moving to a city, there's probably more career potential, more career opportunities, but I don't think there's anything wrong with like what you said of like, I'm gonna go find wildly different circumstances that enrich my sort of cultural understanding, enrich my view of the world give me a different lens to view the world through and see if I can make it there. Um, that's another thing. Like you could move to a small town or like you live in New York city, like go move to rural Montana or like some like sleepy little ski town and, you know, outside, you know, like in like silver thorn or something or like something crazy like that. Um, put yourself in a wildly different environment And see if you can adapt like that's a good experience, even if that's like something temporary, like a six month deal or something like that. I think those types of experiences are really valuable for enriching your understanding of yourself in relation to the world around you, which I think is a a valuable professional skill as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the long term, like the biggest point of like long term value with all this stuff is just starting to like build the muscle of making intentional life choices. Yeah. And so you have all, like all the momentum is usually going in the direction of like, hey, like this is where I grew up, I'm gonna stay here and like, I'll figure things out in terms of career life opportunities within the scope that like my location, you know, affords me and yeah. stuff and at an early age like that is the one of the biggest you know biggest decisions that you can put in your own control of like where am i going to live and if you're making you know those, those kinds of decisions at you know 18 20 22 like hey i grew up you know in rural small town america or i grew up in you know big coastal city I'm going to intentionally like put myself in a different environment. I think that just gives like, you're you're building that mus- muscle that you can continue to flex in terms of like, what kind of career opportunities do you want to pursue? Well, yep. now you're gonna, I think you're gonna be less likely to just do what everybody else kind of does, you know, in, in terms of like the environment that you grew up in and, you know, career opportunities people that you choose to kind of like surround yourself with in terms of you know friendships relationships etc um this like if there's one underlying theme like this is all serving is like you know if you're the kind of person who wants to you know take control of your career to, and and life decisions like the i think the most powerful thing you can do at a at an early age is to you know be like hey I'm I'm choosing intentionally where I want to live um yeah. so I, I think you know, there's a way to look at this is just like, oh, like, yeah, of course, you know, young people should go, you know, be more adventurous, go live different places, have new experiences. But I, I do think it, it really ties into something much deeper than just like a, a cliche of what you should do at a young age. Like you're yeah. you're flexing that muscle.
0: Yeah. So I wanna I wanna close this out with a couple tactical things as well, because It's easy to say, hey, go move to a new city or go move to a new place. But I I know that uh, a part of what holds people back from that, even if they're somewhat excited, is there is an there is actually a lot of complexity baked into picking up and moving to a different place. Um, And so I want to cover some of the tactical things and and add to this. But some of the things that that come up right off right off the top of my mind is like, first and foremost, like you've got to have a place to live um that's probably your like you know maslow's hierarchy of need here it's going to be easier if you make sure your basic needs are met but some notes on this like first of all if you haven't ever been to a city like go get a short-term place to stay like an airbnb or a hotel or something even if it's you know like on the sketchier side of town because it's affordable and that's your 18 to 22 and that's all you could afford like um what i would recommend is (laughs) if you if you have the insight to know this is something that you want to do before you even graduate high school, keep working and save up as much money as you can. You know, if you can have two to $3,000 or five grand in your pocket before you make this decision, it's going to be much easier of a transition. That's going to, it's going to be less stressful of a transition. But first of all, when you go move to a new city, if you don't already have a new job, you're probably not going to be able to sign an apartment lease. Like, unless you're finding some like specific landlord, you know, they're going to want proof of income, those types of things. So this, this is what I mean by tactical is like, save up some money. If you can, that's going to stress you out less. It's going to make this easier. And two, like, if you can give yourself a week or so to, to go explore the city and get a feel for where you want to live within the city before you sign leases, get familiar with like where the gym is, the grocery store, the park. Um, If there are jobs, or uh, types types of opportunities you're looking for. Get a sense for where those are in the city, if they're in person versus remote things, and kind of like begin to orient your life in that city before you make any sort of longer term decisions. And then, you know, obviously, at, at some point, if you want to if you want to commit to that city and sign something a little bit longer, it's going to be easier if you have an income, you have you know a W two or some kind of <laughs> proof of income verification you can provide to an apartment and things like that. Um, And last, last tactical point here is like, this is a lot easier of a financial move, not only if you have some money saved up, but you understand sort of your cost of living today, have a rough idea of like your cost of living in a new place. And you see it down on paper, because that's one of the things that even when I was first moving is like, you just don't know, and it's kind of scary. But if you can kind of eliminate some of those unknowns, or at least quantify them that makes this a much less intimidating situation to put yourself in. Yeah. I think, I think
1: that's all good advice. Um, again, like if you're another, that's another benefit of gaining like real work experience through high school and, and making sure you do that is, you know, I I think it's great to have a, a goal of like, Hey, by the time I graduate high school, you know, I have a few thousand dollars saved up, maybe a little bit more, um depending on you know your kind of family dynamic maybe it's you know something that you work out with your parents of like hey if you know i save up this amount of money you're you're gonna match it and like you know different things like that um parents you know can be depending on again like what what your family situation preferences are and everything like maybe your parents can help you co-signing a lease, et cetera. But I think the more you can do on your own, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. So like you totally can figure out like, Hey, I'm going to rent a room from somebody. I'm going to, you know, sublease, lease, et cetera. I'm going to take over somebody's lease. Um, there's so many different resources out there to like find good housing options, yeah. both short term over the first few months. Like I definitely fully agree. Like go, go to a city, fig- like, put yourself in a position where, hey, you have like the first two to three months of housing figured out and that's going to give you the time to like explore that city, you know, find job opportunities, et cetera. Um, You know, maybe the other, like depending on where you're at early on in your career, like maybe your goal is like, I want to find a job like in a new city that makes me move, et cetera. Like that can be a good fit too. Um, So yeah, a a lot of good advice. And then my when people ask me about like how long should i expect to like it should take to kind of build a a decent kind of social life for myself yeah. in a new city um i tell people like realistically i think it it takes like 6 to 12 months to do that and yeah. you know that that varies depending on like how extroverted versus introverted you are like how willing you're you are to like really put yourself out there, how aggressive you are kind of socializing and everything. Um, but even for people that are more extroverted, like to really feel like comfortable, like, Hey, I have like a, I have a good consistent social life. I've met people. I've built, you know, some relationships like that just takes time. Yeah. Um, so kind of be prepared for that. Like in that first, you know, give yourself a full year and be like, Hey, I'm going to treat this as a challenge and an opportunity to like, You know, go through this experience and just kind of be prepared for like, Hey, those first few months, like they can totally, you know, feel, feel lonely and everything. Um, and then there's like a lot of tactical things you can do within that to kind of accelerate that process of building, you know, a a good social life and everything there's, you know, depending on where you're, you're going. Like if you're going to a medium to big size city. There's just so many different activities, events, ways to, you know, kind of put yourself out there so you're not just like going to work and, you know, going back home all the time.
0: Yep. Awesome. Well, this has been another episode of Career Bound with tons of awesome and actionable career advice. We'll be back again soon with another episode.